This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Thanks for being with us today. Well, the Tesla unveiled last week, the compact SUV, the Model Y, is creating a bit of buzz, you could say. It is trying to reach a bigger audience, perhaps, than previous Teslas. But to talk more about this and about why people are taking notice of it is Dustin Woods, Associate Editor of Autotrader.ca. Dustin is on the line with us. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. So what is it about the Model Y that is grabbing people's attention? Oh, I think, well, I mean, Tesla CEO Elon Musk is an interesting guy. So anytime he announces anything, there's bound to be some some interest involved. So after a brief delay, he uh, addressed media last Thursday and welcomed out the the host of uh, selection of Tesla vehicles, including the new Generation Y, which is going to be an electric crossover, which is not a common vehicle in today's marketplace. And um, it's also, I mean, SUVs uh, interest has has skyrocketed over the last few years. Uh, in 2018, we saw an average of 11% year-over-year increase in new SUV listings on AutoTrader.ca alone, uh, generating over 160 million views. So really, it seems to be the direction that the industry is going. So for a company like Tesla to offer a vehicle like this uh, is is very interesting. And also, his price that he quoted was you know thousand dollars. Now that's a U.S. price, but that's also attracting uh, attracting people as well. All right. So your phone cut out there. What's the price of it? So in the U.S. it was thirty nine thousand dollars. Okay. Now in Canada it will be starting around mid fifties. Uh, for the uh, rear wheel drive long range it'll be about fifty fifty seven thousand, and for his performance model uh, it'll be uh, about just over seventy four thousand dollars with a three thousand dollar premium for the seven seater model. The five seater one was announced and it'll be produced first. And what about the range of the vehicles? And is that still a concern for people that are looking at these? It definitely is. Now, the range that they have provided is as far as 482 kilometers of usable range. Now, that can be impacted as Canadians. We have different climate than they do where many of these people who drive these vehicles live. But it just means that, uh, you know, you need to plan your life accordingly to have an electric vehicle rather than planning your life around filling up with fuel at a gas station. Uh, You need to plan around charging stations, and some people have no problem doing that. We've seen that uh, 97% of electric vehicle owners come from Toronto, uh, sorry, Ontario, uh, Quebec, and BC, and so we see really a, a significant urban market where people don't seem to have an issue with plugging their vehicles in at home and at the office. There's much more infrastructure now than there has been in previous years. All right. And what about the market itself? So this is an SUV. I read somewhere that they're really pushing this as the perfect vehicle for a family vacation. Uh, Is it the North American family that they're going after or who is the, the demographic that they're really targeting here? I mean, they're probably trying to target as many people as they can. Uh, EVs are a a small segment. To give you some context of the close to 400,000 new and used vehicles that we have on Autotrader.ca, less than 7,000 of those are electric vehicles or plug-in hybrid electric vehicles. 
Now, with a price point starting in the mid-50,000 range for an SUV, obviously it's not uh, as inexpensive as, say, the Nissan Leaf, which was the number one selling electric vehicle in Canada last year. But, uh, you know, probably the the young professional uh, market, I would say, young families, young professionals, anybody above that, they'd be looking at uh, trying to get people into these vehicles. And where do they make them? Uh, They're in the U.S. They have a number of plants down there in uh, Fremont. And, and in California. Right. And is there any cha- plan to move that? Or I thought I had seen somewhere that they might be uh, expanding or they might be making some in China or in other countries as well. Absolutely, yes. There will be a production facility. I believe there's going to be three production facilities in China. And they've also been talking about uh, moving, um, having fewer showrooms and reducing the number of showrooms and putting a higher priority on online sales, which is really a way that's, uh, you know, the direction that part of the industry is going. Some other manufacturers have started uh, dipping their toes in that market as well. Which seems like a big shift when you think about purchasing a vehicle, which is still a very big purchase for most people, and doing that with the click of a mouse rather than actually going and sitting in it and touching it and seeing it up close. Definitely. Our information has shown that people really still do, people do a lot of their research online, but they really, there's something about going and actually speaking with a human person and sitting in the, in the vehicle and, and touching it and driving it, that there's really no replacement for that. Do you think that will change? Uh, it's hard to say. I think that the industry is really going a direction where they're trying to offer boutique stores. So Tesla, as well as companies like Genesis, they have smaller boutique stores uh, rather than large uh, showrooms, uh, as we've seen in the past. So it could continue to go that way, or maybe there will be a resurgence of you know, people wanting to deal with, uh, with humans rather than computers. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, you mentioned uh, the, uh, one of the other cars, uh, the Leaf. Is there a, a competitor or is there one particular company that is known or considered the competitor for Tesla? Jaguar released an iPACE earlier this year, and actually, interestingly enough, a company called Fisker, who made the Karma a number of years ago and went bankrupt, recently announced as early as today, actually, that they are have, have come out with a battery-powered SUV concept that they said will go the same distance as the Tesla and will cost the same price as the Tesla. Now, it's also scheduled for a late 2021 market launch, so even if they come out as early as they say they're going to, Tesla's going to beat them to the punch by about a year. So, you know, the the trend is certainly going towards SUVs and crossovers, but, uh, you know, in two years from now, it could be a a completely different uh, situation. Oh, indeed. We've seen also the the testing or looking at even bigger vehicles, whether it's semi-trucks, delivery trucks. Do do you think that that's also how it's going to go, even if it's light trucks, uh, something bigger than an SUV? Is that what people are looking for? Some people are. I think some people, uh, as I mentioned, you know, in in more urban centers, some people, it's it's definitely of interest to them. For other people who, say, live in middle parts of the country, are not interested at all. The infrastructure isn't set up there and their lives aren't suited to it. But for some people, you know, the, the, the electric crossover might be exactly the vehicle they're looking for. Larger transport trucks. Uh, it's really hard to say diesel transport trucks equate to, you know, most of the large transport trucks, and uh, they're going really, really far. So to deal with uh, a certain infrastructure for that uh, distance is, is going to be very challenging. Indeed. All right. Well, Dustin, thank you so much for joining us to talk about this today. Appreciate it. 
Thank you very much for having me. Dustin Woods, Associate Editor at autotrader.ca, talking about the Model Y, the Tesla, and looking at the rising demand for SUVs for crossovers in the electronic vehicle market.